Coming up this week on the ADG Podcast, we are going to be talking our Christmas wish list, but not about presents, on who we want as the next Lions GM and head coach. We have a brand new music today, brand new movie review. Jake, yes, Jake has a top five, which is always great. That and much more. All that coming up on the ADG Podcast. What's it like in the journalism program? Hi. That's why last week he's like, ah, fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck this guy. You're cool, but fuck this guy. Someone, uh, whoever does uh, does their Twitter account, was offended by what the HG podcast had to say on Twitter. <laughs> All controversial now. This is the- Nowhere. You know why? Because they just started this shit last week and they put it in a movie. Now. So I'm not have to worry about catching anything from Jake or vice versa. So he's good. Uh, Catch so look, some manners, Darren. All your uh, asshole attitude is rubbing off on you, finally. It only took about three years. So, hey, no, no, no. I wonder how long that recording session was. Okay, Ben, you ready? Yeah. I. All right, thank you. We're done. It'd be nice. I'm going to give it a solid 2.5 out of 5. Oh, wow. All right, welcome to the ADG Podcast. I'm Jacob. Darren is also here. We survived the traumatic <laughs> experience of the Detroit Lions cleaning out yes. the broom closet. Yes. And uh, nah, that, that, was, that was interesting. That was interesting. I know we did our Instagram live video yeah, as our, soon as our, it happened. Our, our instant reaction video, yes. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Even though I was like down the street from you, literally for like the first time ever. It's <laughs> like, yeah, let's yeah. Insta. Let's we We'll good. show how trendy and yes. popular we are. Uh, yeah. Right. So, Jake, let's get down to the meat and potatoes of it. Obviously, mm-hmm. this was a year too late, but Sheila stepped up and she made the announcement that they're moving on from uh, one Matt Patricia and his. Uh, his buddy ball uh, GM, uh, Bob Quinn. Uh, So obviously it goes into you're you're kind of in limbo right now because you really don't have any leadership at the top or on the field. You're pretty much uh, players and coaches are playing for their jobs right now with with five games left on the schedule. Now it, it, it becomes more of an audition, not only for coaches, but for players as well. To see if they can, if, if they see what it takes to stick around this team, uh, if they want to be part of this rebuild, which is going to suck for a year or two, but hopefully they have the right people at the helm to do it uh, when it comes down to the hiring process. So, Jake, uh, let's start with the current Lions right now. They they're in Chicago this week, taking on the Bears uh, at the Soldier Field. Uh, Mitchell, the crusher Trubisky will be at center for the Bears. Mm-hmm. And the Bears will probably be very angry after getting uh, pretty much destroyed on national TV against uh, uh, by the Green Bay Packers. So they're, they're going to be a bunch of angry Bears uh, right. this Sunday, uh, which doesn't go bode well for the Lions and their inefficient way of how their offense has been looking the past two years. Um, when it comes down to it, do you see them like completely flipping the script when it comes to the offensive side of the ball now that Daryl Bevel has the keys to the car? Well, here, here's this is going to be a typical Lions trap game. You expect mm-hmm. them to have, like you said, no leadership, which, mind you, is not that different from what they've had. Um, mm-hmm. 
But it's a typical trap game by the Lions where you're going to be like, oh, yeah, they, this team should be falling apart, but they're going to come out swinging the ball like it's nobody's mm-hmm. business and beat uh, the Bears by, like, 20. Yeah, the, the week after that, Whoa. they're going to lose by, like, 50 again. Whoa. But, uh, oh, no, no, it's going to happen. Uh, because you, this is what everybody expects. This is the SOL still right now. And that's they're going to be rejuvenized. The staffer's going to come out there with his slippery fingers. <laughs> and he's gonna start slinging the rock all over the place. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bench my um, starters again from that team. They're gonna get like 50 <laughs> fantasy points just because I don't have them on the on on the list that week. Oh yeah, it's gonna be That's terrific. Right. That's right. Uh, a little side note: um, this is the last week of the regular season when it comes to fantasy football, mm-hmm. and Jake and I are in the playoff position right now. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 the it's the preview to the main, uh, the, the coming attraction uh, this week in fantasy. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for the bullshit, uh, bullshit uh, <laughs> Lions two weeks ago situation, I'd be in first fucking place. Well, okay. Because right. I don't know. I, I benched these fuckers and they decided to actually get points that week. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll let, we'll let, um, you know, our running back situation only come down to one guy. Yeah, the guy that I had, I had on the bench, fucking Adrian Peterson, with two fucking running touchdowns. Oh, he's on my bench getting 20 points. It's okay. It's fine. It's all good, Jay. Get out. I'll continue. Sorry. I was just had to get off that yeah. on my chest no, because, you know, I, nobody I, trades in this league. Oh, they do. They do. No, no, not with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to give a little to get a little there, Jay. Well, uh, I, I, I doubled everybody's uh, trade, but no, it's yeah. okay. Pick on the guy on top. I, I'm okay with okay. it. Okay, all right. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, but according to the the current injury report for Lions, uh, carry on Johnson. I'm sorry, not carry on Johnson. DeAndre Swift is out of concussion protocol. Uh, mm-hmm. Interim head coach Daryl Bevel said he remains day-to-day, so that's something to keep an eye on. And the Lions said they are not considering shutting him down for the rest of the season, which I kind of like it. I'm like, this guy's a rookie. He needs to learn. He needs to play more. And this five games should be a nice uh, preview of what we can see with him next year. You know, once he has a full year under his belt coming back. Uh, But yeah, I I like, I like that call because Swift pretty much, uh, aside from Kenny Galladay's are one of the few playmakers that we have on this team. And uh, yeah, I, I, I want to see them. I, I want to see him there in the lineup every Sunday. If he's, you know, healthy, he should be out there. Uh, so Jake, obviously with, with the lions, five games left, uh, where do you see them finishing? Do you see them going? zero and five, five and oh, what's, what's your realistic. I'm talking, I know you're uh, anti-lions on everything they do is that you think is wrong which majority of the time you're right when it comes yeah, to that thank you. but yeah but realistically where do you see them finishing in the next five games like what's their what's their going to be their final record in these next five games yeah they're going to go one and four mm-hmm. i want i want to go oh and five obviously but yeah. go, i hopefully they they go you know one and four at worst they'll go uh two and three They'll they'll find a way, like I said, with the way a way to win versus Chicago because you don't know what Chicago team you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Um, but also if it's snowy and um, you know it's gonna make some uh, interesting uh, observations on the field with that snow if it snows in Chicago on Sunday. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping realistically one and four, but I pray okay. for zero and five. Okay. 
Well, there you go. So you got one and four. I'm in the same boat as you. I think one and four is is kind of in their realm. Possibly win two, but I don't see it happening, especially with all those divisional opponents that they have left to play, which under Matt Patricia have yet to beat a division opponent in those three years that Matt Patricia has been at the helm. So maybe Daryl Bevel might win a game or two. So good luck to Daryl. And uh, Mm -hmm. this is big on him because this is where he has his uh, audition is potentially, obviously, they're not going to look at him as a head coach, you know, but if he does well, he might get an interview. But, you know, if if uh, if everything goes well, I, I can see him like sticking around the league as maybe an offensive coordinator for another team or quarterbacks coach or whatever. Yeah, I don't mind him as an uh, as no, an OC. No, he's actually pretty no, good. No, no. Yeah. So he's going to be uh, obviously something to, uh, something to keep an eye on. So still a lot of things to watch uh, when it comes to the Lions and uh, their final five games of the season of this 2020 campaign. Uh, but Jake, speaking of coaches, I put together uh, a list uh, and you tell me if this list is credible. Obviously it's not credible. It's, it's by me. Um, <laughs> when it comes to uh, uh, who, who do you think is going to be the, the top coaching candidate for the lions come off season, but Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is possibly on there. No. Uh, so yeah, but you, but uh, Jake, you have to keep in mind there are a couple teams that are going to be looking for a head coach: That's Atlanta, correct. Houston, yes. yep. Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, going to be firing their head coach, and yep. you never know. There's always one two surprising uh, fires uh, uh, as soon as uh, the season's over, as Black Monday, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver, uh, their coach is on the hot seat. Uh, Vic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fangio. Uh, so yeah, there's going to be definitely a plethora of opportunities for these uh, potential head coaches to look at. Mm-hmm. And but so Darren, we're before, gonna... before you get into your list really yeah. quick, um, do you think uh, Matt Patricia is going to be available for any one of those positions? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No. Okay, <laughs> just checking. We, we, we said this uh, nope. on on our uh, Instagram live reaction. Detroit is a coaching graveyard. When you coach in Detroit, yeah, you get overpaid because you have to because it's Detroit. But you're you're warped so bad by this franchise and this losing culture, you you, you lose the desire to be a head coach uh, again. Uh, just look at Jim Schwartz and, and uh, all okay. his... that guy went to the Super Bowl as yeah, a defensive coordinator. As a defensive coordinator, you know. he wasn't making the calls. Nope. <laughs> exactly. And, and another thing you keep an eye on, uh, we were talking about uh, different coaches. Uh, there's a lot of interesting uh, candidates potentially out there to make um, to, to make their head coaching debut or just look for a new uh, a new place to uh, start the, uh, to continue their coaching career. Mm-hmm. But let's take a look at some of these um candidates that they have and i'm going to start at the bottom here because i think as we get near the top i think you kind of know what the top two is there jake um (laughs) so a surprising one that is starting to create waves he's he's a young guy former player you know kind of cutting his teeth in dallas is kellen moore who who runs the offense over there in dallas this is your list isn't it (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just, I'm just thinking outside the box here. You know, mm-hmm. former that's a, Lions, that's a good one. 
drafted yeah. by the Lions. Obviously, he didn't really su- succeed, but uh, but he is a pretty good offensive, offensively minded head coach, because that's what you have to do. You have to find those diamonds in the roughs when it comes to uh, the next big thing or the next big thing in coaching. You know, who is going to be the next Andy Reid? Who's going to be the next you know John Harbaugh? Who's going to be the next you know Mike Tomlin? You know, or now because it's so offensively minded league, who's going to be the next Sean McVay? Mm-hmm. So some of those things you have to keep in mind. So there's Kellen Moore uh, from Dallas, but so that's one. Another one is if they go the coaching ranks. Uh, I'm sorry, the college ranks, and someone like Lincoln Riley, who's the head coach out of Oklahoma. Okay. So 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 would you ever be open to the mind of that? We're having like a college coach just come in, a la Cliff uh, Cliff Kingsbury, and uh, right into the pros. College doesn't translate very well into the pros because of the type of player you're you're coaching. You, mm-hmm. you have to have a fundamental um, look at your your entire strategy because it doesn't always apply to uh, the NFL. Because you have different different players, like you have players that are dependent. When you're in the college and you have players who are getting paid, in the, uh, you know, not mentioning Alabama here, but in the NFL, so you have you have a different mindset, so you have to have a really really good idea of what you're doing and be very strong willed to transition to the NFL properly. And as we know, some of the best coaches in in uh, in college never transferred properly into the NFL. Mm-hmm. to uh, reach any heights. And, and they're right. still the best coaches in college ever. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. You talk about Nick Saban, Saban who yep. did have a brief time in the NFL, actually cut his teeth at Michigan State, then went to the pros, and then went back to the right. college ranks. Obviously, it, it depends on the, their coaching style. You know, It's a different game because you're, instead of like teaching the, the game to like kids, you're, you're coaching men who... Mm-hmm. You know, are getting paid. We're getting paid lot, exactly a lot of money, a lot of money, more than the coach to uh, to uh, play this game. Mm-hmm. So, a wild card, and just humor me here is 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 someone that's currently already in the state of Michigan, and that's Jim Harbaugh. So this is over. We're Jake, done. With, <laughs> Jake, 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 with, 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 in the crazy up, the upside down universe that is 2020 right now, uh-huh. where anything is possible. Oh, it uh, is. Do, do, do you see Jim Harbaugh trading the maize and blue for the Honolulu blue? Uh, he's getting what nine million a year right now in Michigan. He's yeah. what he's gonna get uh, downgraded to coach in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jim, we're gonna give you six and a half to coach in Detroit. He's yeah, like, who is this? I don't think he's gonna get uh, less than what he's making at Michigan no, if he's go back to the pro. No, no, that's dumb. No, I don't want to see his khakis anywhere near four field. <laughs> Um, because of the tragedy that is the Michigan football program, yes. I am not uh, too enthused of having him right. come in and uh, into a, the situation that Detroit's in, which needs a, a different type of coach. We'll all talk about after your list is uh, completed. Yeah. Obviously, uh, so we we moved up to the top two here, and anyone that watched our uh, Instagram live reaction video kind of know where we're going with this uh it's the san francisco defensive coordinator robert sala 
just happens to be one of the odds on favorite as of right now to land the gig uh, for the Detroit Lions. Obviously, Michigan native, Dearborn native, his whole family was here, uh, went to the school in Michigan, got his first coaching job at Michigan State. Obviously, a Michigan homegrown uh, coaching talent. Obviously, making his name really stand out over there in uh, the Bay Area, uh, which is now like under quarantine lockdown. And so now they have to play their home games in Arizona which is mm-hmm. kind of weird. So, yeah, uh, Jake, Robert Sala, is uh, obviously everyone is pushing him towards that uh, uh, Lions job. Mm-hmm. Where Richard Sherman, uh, the great cornerback, uh, said that Robert needs to get the, the, the Detroit guy, the, the, the Detroit job. He needs that mm-hmm. Detroit job. Detroit needs to give it to him. So, but I kind of like it, even if they, I know we're going with a, unproven head coach you know but you know he comes from a a a winning organization you know which which knows on what it's like to rebuild you know uh Mm -hmm. because a couple years ago the 49ers were terrible so and just last year they went to the super bowl so Mm -hmm. he knows what it takes to turn a franchise around when it comes the when it comes to that and not only that he has connections where he can bring his uh, offensive coordinator over there in uh, San Francisco, uh, Mike LaFleur, not Matt LaFleur, but Mike LaFleur, who is a brother of Matt LaFleur, with him to uh, with them to the Lions. Uh, Mike LaFleur, who also is a Michigan native as well. Jake, would you like that? Uh, two points. No. Yeah. And let me explain why. Because uh, just uh, because really, it's, it's being really one point, but okay. Yeah, and then, and then my second point is uh, typical lines. Okay. Because for this reason only, uh, is because everybody's pushing for it, for this to happen because of reasons that are not f- always football related. Oh, he's a local guy. Oh, Michigan State. Oh, bring him back to Dearborn. Oh, he's such a cool guy. Oh, this and that. Yeah, he's done some things with the uh, 49ers defense um, that are good, and he's working with scraps because they got demolished this year. Um, but s- still, first thing you get is everybody's swooning over, oh, yeah, bring in the local guy. He's going to be yeah. our guy. What is this, yeah. Michigan? <laughs> he's a Michigan really? man. What happened when you, when you brought your Messiah? Oh, he's going to come back. He's gonna, he's gonna be the guy. Yeah, but yeah, championships yeah, but, ever. Yeah. This, this sounds exactly the same. It's like, yeah, oh, but, this is yeah, gonna be our guy. He's local. He went to Michigan, but he wasn't yeah, born in Michigan. I know, but this sounds like exactly the same thing. We're pushing this guy. Everybody's pushing this guy for the job. Oh yeah, he's from here. Bring him in. He's gonna be the guy. Didn't we just bring in the scientist guy, the unproven guy? The rocket, gonna, yeah, the rocket guy. Yeah, who's yeah. the new guy who's going to give us his philosophy and take on yeah. how it should be done and how did that work out? Cool. This might work out with uh, with him. Yeah. He might be the, be, you know, the best uh, defensive coach to be a head coach. He might be the next logical step up for him. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'd say no, just because everybody's like swooning over him, and I'd, I'd want, you know, a b- better plan of what he would do. Maybe uh, that you don't get that until he actually gets hired. But um, uh, there, there's I, right now for Detroit, I think I have a different direction. But I'll wait for your number one. Okay, well, 
Our number one is, uh, it's pretty much everyone's number one uh, who has a head coaching vacancy, and that's uh, Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. Uh, obviously, you know, his experience uh, changing that franchise offensively around, obviously under the tutelage of the great Andy Reid, who is by far one of the best NFL head coaches in history, you know. And so obviously, do you do the Lions do pretty much the same thing? Instead of going under the Belichick tree, they go under the Andy Reid tree. Mm-hmm. And, 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 they, and they make him uh, the next uh, head coach for the Detroit Lions. Exactly what I just repeated with uh, your number two pick. No, I'd repeat with number one pick because you, you, you for what, exactly what you just said. You just picking apples from another tree, which has nothing to do with you know not that big of a significance of their success. Because who's the main coach there? Well, yeah, it's not Belichick, but it's Andy Reid. So you're right. you know it's right. that's whose ideas are successful. Just because you're the offensive coordinator, don't you know you might be used to that program you're maybe learning from that program but you're not that program so mm-hmm. personally and i love your list it's a great list a lot of options yeah i would go with full uh with head coaching experience over um the new guys the new fresh talent because we, we've done it and i think what this guys need is an established name and I don't have them for you right now. I don't know who's available, who can unretire and come and coach. Um, but but I would go uh, the route of someone like a Jay Gruden, uh, who went into Vegas and and is establishing that brand again. I would I would do something like that. Find somebody who's had that experience, head coaching experience, yep. and give him that opportunity to once again yeah. establish, build some solid foundation in Detroit. So then we can go out. Uh, in the next five years, and if we have to uh, uh, work to improve those solid foundations, because I don't think Detroit has any. You must mean John Gruden, right? Whatever. That's what I said. That's what, what did I say? You said Jay Gruden, which is oh, his brother. Yeah, yeah John Gruden. And, yeah. And, and was uh, my bad. Yeah, that's fine. But which was a head Who coach in, in, in Washington? That's right. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, you, you're talking about coaches with experience that maybe want to uh, want to get back into football. What about someone like Jim Caldwell, uh, Caldwell come back? He we're said not, you want experience not, and you not, want someone that the guys that. respect. Yeah, I'm we're just not saying. Should have kept him. Should have kept him. I know. Should have kept him. Yeah. One kept year. One more year. Yeah. So, yeah. got after that. I, I, I know we get all excited talking about the head coach, but we really can't put the the, the cart in front of the horse. Or how's that saying? 2020, we could go backwards. We could. We could. Uh, the horse in front of the cart or cart in front of the horse. <laughs> uh, so, Jake, uh, before that, we got to have – the Lions have to have a GM. Yep. And so here are Albert Breers uh, of Sports Illustrated uh, – list of replacements that could uh, be the next Detroit Lions general manager. It started off with the Cowboys VP of player personnel, Will McClay. Uh, He may be impossible to get out of Dallas at at this point with how the Joneses regard and take care of him. But if he were to decide to leave uh, North Texas uh, with his varied experience in scouting, coaching, and and, and, and 
athletics. Uh, he'll be at the top of the list, maybe because it's close by, and he and he's and maybe it's because he's close by. He can he might consider Houston, but Will McClay of the Cowboys. That's one that he thinks. Next one, Eagles assistant director of player personnel Ian Cunningham uh, learned at the heels of ex. Ravens GM Ozzie Newsom and worked on the worked on the college and pro side in Baltimore, eventually winding up with the all important Southeast as a as an area. He got to Philly as a college scouting director. He's been promoted since, and the Eagles had to block him from going to the Jets with uh, Douglas. So the uh, Eagles Cunningham Eagles uh, player personnel guy Ian Cunningham. Uh, Next one that he mentioned here is Saints VP and Assistant GM of Pro Personnel Terry uh, uh, Fontenot. Uh, Fontenot uh, helped uh, to construct the best roster in football in years. He worked hand in hand with Jeff Ireland to run the team to, to run the team scouting department. You won't find many guys who don't really respect Fontenot. So. I, you know what? I'm seeing a lot of good programs that the uh, teams that these people are coming from, and I think that's important. You want to bring in someone from a winning culture, kind of like the Patriots did. But you know, obviously, we knew who was really running that show in New England when it comes to that. Uh, mm-hmm. And next one on the list is Raider Assistant Director of Player Personnel, uh, Dewan Daniels, uh, and Daniel spent well over a decade in New England. So here you go. You might be uh, looking at him. And has quickly found success with Raiders GM Mike Mayock. Uh, he might be a few years few years away, but he absolutely has a bright future and well thought of, thought of in the two places he worked. So maybe something in the future. Keep an eye on that name. And finally, there's the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals director of player personnel, Quinton Harris. Uh, was seen as a rising star until the team got old and collapsed a few years ago. Now that Arizona's bounced back, it would hardly be shocked to see his name starting to circulate again. So that's just a couple of names to keep in mind. Um, we heard of another one, uh, 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 Ed Dobbs from the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts, who is regarded as like the name to uh, potentially be the next GM. Of an of an of an NFL franchise, obviously built a great defense over there in uh, Indianapolis. So, Jake, who do you like, or who, or what kind of names have you been hearing? You know, I, I like that because everybody you just mentioned comes from a, a winning uh, and and uh, most of them from a re, uh, organizations that I've rebuilt not too right. long ago, and yeah. they've gone through experience of drafting properly, which is key for me. Uh, everybody you mentioned drafts well. Even Dallas drafts uh, drafted uh, pretty well. Um, you know, it's it's every single one of those places did the draft properly. And now I don't care who we get. I want someone who's come from that background of from the bottom up through the draft. And every single person you just mentioned, that's what they've done. So it really doesn't matter as long as it's someone who's done it. And then we all know. Uh, the one we just had from New England, they drafted differently than everybody else, and that wasn't even up uh, most of the time up to um, their personnel department. It was up to the head coach. So, uh, yeah, 
I'm I'm cool with anybody there. That was a good list too. Good. good. All right. So yeah, just give you guys a couple things to think about when it comes to uh, uh, the NFL and Lions and pretty much what Sheila and non not a football guy Rod Wood is uh, is planning to look at when the, they start to the process to interview GM and potentially bring in a new head coach. Can't wait for that press conference. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well their their Zoom was so lively. You might as well I know that. their Zoom that Ooh, was private. Energy. Only six people, and she and she looked great and looked like a empty uh, warehouse. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Well, you can't go to the facility and stand at a podium? Guess not. Right. I don't know. So, well, is, is, I, I got something Lions related that I oh, would yes, like. Please, I would please, like to please. throw throw at you because I got a yes. hot takes. So let's do hot what? take city. Okay, hot take right hot now. Take. Um, Matthew Stafford. Yes. I have an idea about what the Lions should do, and I'm going to explain it. And I want your take on it because I really want your opinion on on Stafford, and I'm going to give you mine first. You you value my opinion. I like that. Yes, I do. I I need it because it balances mine out until you agree with me, and that just defeats the purpose. (laughs) All right. Um, Matthew Stafford is still here. Yes, And as much as I appreciate Matthew Stafford and what he's done and uh, all the things he's done for the Lions and I have his jerseys, I think it's time to go. I think it's time to take Matthew Stafford, wrap him up for Christmas, and ship him out. Now, why? Well, it's been too long. He's wasted majority of his prime, all of his prime, with this club, and... We haven't won anything with him. Is it his fault? Mostly no. Is it some of his fault? Yes, some of it is his fault. But he should be looking for greener pastures to win things, not to stay loyal and make his money. He can make money other places. How much? How many hundreds of millions do you still need? Um, so, Matthew Stafford, it's time to go. As much as I appreciate you, I think it's time for you to move on. You, you've done what you can. Detroit, once again, ruined a good player. But I think it's time to go. Now... What should happen when he goes, in my opinion? Trade him. Trade him, trade him, trade him. Push him into Dallas. I've been saying they don't have a QB. Come on now. We know this. And they might not have a QB next year either. You never know what might happen. Their situation sucks. And there's so many other uh, football clubs up there that need a quarterback as stable as Stafford, even though with a broken back. He's still there. He's still doing his Mm -hmm. thing. He's slinging the rock. Um, Trade him. And I would go as low as a two and a three. We need it. Wow. Don't forget, the Lions oh. only have five draft picks next year in, mm-hmm. in April, in 2021, mm-hmm. next draft. Mm-hmm. only have five. You cannot build a team with five draft picks. You need seven to nine, and that'll be a good draft. So mm-hmm. Stafford, on the way, I would do it as soon as possible. You have a $3 million backup right now. Utilize that. You fucking paid him $3 million a year to be a backup. Utilize your $3 million guy. Stafford on the way out. Get something for him. I don't give a shit what. Two and a four, two and a three, two and two sixes. I don't give a shit. Build through the draft and your head. Give your new head coach and uh, new GM something to work with. Who's going to want to take this job with five damn draft picks this year? And, and, and 
what your starting position if you mirac- miraculously win some games drafting what 11th what who would want this job but anyway that's right. my opinion that's my hot take on Stafford he needs to go he needs to go now draft capital if you want to re- do this properly that's how you start what do you think there right no I, I I totally agree with you when it comes to that because he's been in this organization for 12 years going on 13 um, and he's a proven good quality quarterback obviously he needs the the team around him and there are plenty of teams that you know are maybe like missing a piece you know at the quarterback position to get over that hump uh, i'm not i'm not too sure if there are many of those teams still around um but i i look at teams where they could you know uh, they they could look for a trade as more as a transition for them to uh, you know, still remain competitive while waiting to become younger. Mm-hmm. And by younger, I mean like sure. drafting a younger quarterback. I look at someone like who who they thought that they had a, a potential franchise quarterback. Obviously, he didn't fit that situation. Uh, and I look at someone like Sam Darnold of the New York Jets, right? Who who came in with a lot of hype and and he has talent, no doubt about it. But I can see them obviously unloading him if they have a chance to take uh, a Trevor Lawrence in the upcoming draft. Oh, for draft. sure. Yeah, and so, I think we mentioned that on our live. Yeah, thing. that yeah. was your idea. Yeah. It, exactly. And so, like, if the Lions were to move on from Stafford, you know, I don't want to go through this whole, you know, I call it the Jeff Garcia era of Detroit Lions quarterback where it's like Jeff Garcia one week and it's Dante Culpepper, and then we're just bringing, oh, out, God. bringing off bringing out every Tom, Dick, and Harry off the street to play quarterback. The ghost of Dante. Oh, yeah, Dante Culpepper. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, obviously, you know, Matthew Stafford did all he could in Detroit. Obviously, there's so many avenues you can take. You can blame the, 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 the coaching. You can blame he didn't have enough talent around him. You can blame the, the GM, you know, didn't uh, give them enough weapons. You could blame the ownership, the culture of Detroit, the full lack of winning mentality. And I can see where someone like this, just who you want to see succeed and win and actually win a championship. I would, I would be thrilled if Stafford got a chance to hoist the, the Lombardi trophy one day, even if it's not with Detroit, because, because I know how much the guy puts out there and he puts, you know, he wears his heart on his sleeve. He shows up, every week and and he does the best he can you know so even if it's somewhere like I, obviously i don't want to see him go to like a rival team like the bears but even if the bears like made it made him an offer or something that's where the bears i look at a team that they're on that cusp they have that great defense they just obviously need a a a, a capable starting quarterback yeah, obviously you don't want to see him in your own division uh you know every other week but still you know, I want to see him a chance where he can go and succeed. Maybe a place like San Francisco, where because honestly, Jim, if Stafford was on that team last year, they win that Super Bowl. I think probably. it gives them a, they they probably give him a good chance. He's got defense, young young coach. You know, great offensive weapons over there in San Francisco. He gets away from the cold Detroit winners. Or Michigan winners and and his wife can do Instagram videos uh, praising uh, <laughs> San Francisco uh, 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 small business over there. 
Yeah, yeah. They're pooping yeah. on the streets. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see. That's that's. Uh, I wanted to get out there because, as much as Stafford fans, we are. We'd rather see him go and uh, have our everybody gets a fresh start, us and him. So that'll be good. All right. Anything else in sports? Because I'm skipping over the um, college football part. Oh yeah, the co- yeah. Why you don't want to talk about your Michigan Wolverines? It's okay. It's okay. Oh okay. <laughs> Nobody's gonna. Who knows what's gonna happen? The season's such a mess. Note, just a little side note. Your, my Michigan State Spartans beat an un, uh, undefeated team uh, in Northwestern. So yeah, uh-huh. kudos to them. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Can't wait to make you know. Are you gonna make the uh, college championship this year? No, 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 no. no, no but no. hey, it's it's a first year head coach. You know, you, you celebrate as much as you Let's can. Oh, excuses! You want to talk about excuses? <laughs> Next I year, I'll be like, he doesn't have his guys yet. Year uh, three, he he's he just working on he his doesn't. guys. He doesn't. Year four, oh, he's still working on his guys. A first year head coach beat. Came into Michigan Stadium and and just slapped you guys around. Oh, we have a seventh year coach who hasn't figured it out. So <laughs> he, that, still that, that, has, <laughs> he still hasn't beat his uh, no, number one rival. Doesn't, doesn't matter Ohio. really. Yeah, yeah. go no, blue, right? Yeah. Go blue, exactly. Yeah, blue, blue who, blue who. Yeah. Uh, so. uh, just a little uh, one quick basketball note, uh, Jake. Uh, one of the ball kids has been signed by the Detroit Pistons. A ten-day, uh, pretty much contract, more like a tryout. Uh, Le- Leangelo Ball has been signed by the Detroit Pistons. Uh, your thoughts on that, Jake? Well, he played in the Australian league, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Basketball, because he couldn't get into college here, or something like that. Um, yeah, th- don't care. Whatever, practice yeah. squad. But I'm, I'm so. <laughs> Pumped about the Pistons. I, I yeah, my Pistons yeah. hat is in my studio right now yeah. in the uh, Shoot Entertainment Studios. It's out here. I have my new uh, Pistons hat upstairs. I'm excited. This team's making moves after moves after. They're they're like moving people. They just got. They already got rid of one of those centers. I'm I'm excited. They're just moving people. Absolutely. It's. I think it's going to be really great uh, fun to watch at least for the first month or two. You know, oh, yeah. I want them to lose, and I want them to get yeah, a better draft pick, and absolutely. then it's rebuilding, and I want a championship in like five years, or be at least yeah. be in the finals, yeah. like Eastern Conference. I, 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 I like it, especially, you know, Troy Weaver, the guy doesn't mess around, and he will make a move if he deems that it's best for his team, and I like how aggressive he's been already. So, yeah, definitely excited to watch some uh, Pistons hoops uh this this month they started this yeah. month. Which is he hasn't great. stopped making moves since the draft. No, it's been he's, amazing. He's Troy. He's he's a Weaver and Dealing. You know? Mm-hmm. Wheelin Dealing Weaver. Uh, so no, that's good. Uh, sidebar. Quick little. I want to get your thoughts on that massive trade that went down between the Washington Wizards and Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets sending the former All Star, you know, Russell Russell Westbrook, uh, to. Uh, Washington for John Wall going back the other way to Houston. What do you think of that trade? Don't care. None of them are relevant. Uh, well, they'll get knocked out in the John first Wall or second round of. Uh, if, if it wasn't for his in, his, his injuries, uh, John Wall is definitely a, a top tier talent. Yeah. No. Neither team's making any impact on anything. Um, so. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. 
Okay. Just, your, just want to get your thoughts. Okay. Yeah, whatever. J- J- Jake's not a big uh, Westbrook or Wall fan. So. No, Westbrook, somebody was saying Westbrook's they come to Detroit. I'm like, eh, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I swear, talent-wise, I'd take him, yeah. but I don't know if it would be a nice media circus, but sure. I don't think that this, it's the um, the attitude they want to have in this building when they're rebuilding from scratch. So Exactly. You don't need a All superstar right. yet. Exactly. Well, who knows? Maybe this Killian Hayes will be the next guy. Hey, whatever. Trade Blake Griffin. Sure. Yeah. Hey, speaking of trades, that's the one we should also do. There you go. Move All right. Now. So, Jake, I believe you got some tunage for us. Oh, yeah. Let's get to some music today. We're going to get to some interesting music. What I have today is a, uh, a band out of Langley, B.C. Okay. So, Canadian, Canadian band. Um, called uh, the Cole Pantanod Band with uh, the new track, Are You Happy Now? What, um, what this band is, it has both uh, electric, uh, can't read, electric, <laughs> yeah, I know, electric uh, blues alongside soulful folk, country pop, and rock sounds. It's it is a little folksy and countryish on the side, but it's really cool. Their their new album came out on July twenty fourth of this year, uh, because you know it's just a good time to release music this year when everybody's home and quarantined. So that was a good time. Um, but no, their their track that we're gonna play for you guys today, uh, I've been listening to for a little bit, um, and it's called "Are You Happy Now?" Yeah, very very countryish, uh, very folksish. Uh, you guys will love it. We'll add us to our playlist. So here is the Cole Pantanod band with Are You Happy Now? Right here on the ADG podcast. Thank you. 
There you go. That was Are You Happy Now by the Cole Pantanod Band right here on the ADG Podcast. Hope you like that. Uh, you know, fun music to listen to. Give you a little break between us uh, talking nonsense all the time. Mm-hmm. Great track. Uh, you know, six minutes of relaxed time before you get back to us, uh, the yap in your ear. But yeah, exactly. there you go. So there wow, you go. Love so good things. Uh, Jake, I want to get your thoughts on that. Something that just occurred or was just put out yesterday. Okay. Uh, when it comes down to, I know we're big fans of movies and TV shows since we do our movie review. Uh, but big news out of the Warner Brothers camp uh, came out yesterday. Warner Brothers known for releasing big titles. So mm-hmm. they decided that in 2021, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little less than a month away, yep. uh, they're going to be releasing uh, all their their complete 2021 lineup in theaters, but they're going to release them on HBO Max the same huh. day. Huh. And we're talking we're talking about pretty big movies. We're talking about the uh, Matrix Four. We're talking about. Um, the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suicide Dune. from the theaters, yeah. Yeah, The Suicide Squad. Uh, Dune. Uh-huh. Uh, Space Jam 2. And we talked uh-huh. about we talked about this movie last podcast. Tom mm-hmm. and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, yeah. And, and, and Jake's, I know he's so excited for this movie. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Oh, fuck yeah. Book it. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah. Go, there's out of all those movies, that's the best one, in my opinion. One. And, and the the worst one is uh, the the LeBron uh, oh, piece of Jam. trash of Space yeah. Jam, garbage. Yeah. You know, just throw it on the toilet. I can't wait to butcher that movie. I can't wait. To, <laughs> can't wait to do that. It'd be awesome. Oh, you know, that's, that's, yeah, that's interesting, I've, I've, Darren. I've, I've, yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna be. Uh, that was breaking big news uh, all across the. Uh, the Twitterverse and uh, social media. Uh, another big thing is, I think we talked about this or we posted it that uh, Wonder Woman eighty nineteen eighty four is going to be released on HBO Max on Christmas Day. Cool. So I can't think of a better way to celebrate the Christmas than watch the new Wonder Woman movie. Uh, I don't know about that, but it's it's a good thing that it comes out. On, on your it team. gives you something to do. It gives you something. It's new cr- to hang out with your family. It's it's with what? Oh, I'm sorry, Darren does Over it Zoom? every day. Never mind. Over Zoom. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you need to, need to like take a break. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what with with that? It's yeah, it's a great thing. But I don't think people are actually going to go to theaters. What's going to happen, and I, I know this for sure right now, these movies are going to come out on HBO Max or whatever, and they're going to get pirated so much easier, oh so much God, quicker. Yes. Than, uh, Especially us here in Canada, which we don't oh, yeah. have HBO Max. I know yeah. they put some of the stuff on Crave, but if you don't have Crave, yeah, everyone's going to be pirating. You have to go to wherever they get their uh, illegal streams from and that's right. do it. That, we don't do recommend it, it, but if no, you do, no, that's where you're no. going to get it. There you go. Jake says, like, Jake says, I don't recommend it, but if you're going to do it, do it. Do it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, if you, if, you, if you like it, when it comes out on uh, on Blu-ray, if anybody still buys those or digital copy, download and buy it. 
There you Ooh. go. Mm. Ah, whatever. I like to have a physical copy. Wow. Um, I don't know. It's digital. What if something so, crashes digitally and erases so, it? So you can so you can save it, or, or you can save it and sell it at, at a yard sale. That's why you want it. Maybe, but I've dropped uh, backup drives before and lost many things. Really? So, wow. Oh yeah. So uh, I recommend physical copies or backs up backups. Okay. Or well, but Jake whatever. Is, Jake is living in in 1997. Okay. And, and I'm okay with that. I need he some. Probably, uh, he might he, take that. He, he probably still has all of his VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because uh, uh, one of my friends online, uh, he put a quote on there, he, he, something about, um, I'm, I'm old enough for, to have my um, uh, disc man on. I'm like, yeah, mine still has that three-second uh, non-skip on it. Okay, so I just lost half the audience. Uh, there you go. <laughs> disc yes. man, no, CDs. And, 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 and the expensive ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone in my age group did, and every and you had a three second delay for a skip. So when you rode on the bus, like I did to school, <laughs> it wouldn't skip when it hit bumps. <laughs> so so when Jake was a young young lad bumping uh, Biggie and Tupac, yeah, you know, in nineteen ninety five. That's it. You know, yeah, all those uh, you know the West Coast uh, was it the West Coast uh, Mafia or whatever they're called. Well, you know what. You know how old I am when I used to get excited when my friends yeah. used to give me mix mixed CDs with like oh. all the tracks on one mixed CD. That was nice. the or beginning of the age of the burning of the CDs. Crazy, yes. four oh, times but, speed on my drive. I'm gonna burn a CD in like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was always that one guy in high school or grade school, if you're that had, you know, had all the pirated CDs and movies. Mm-hmm. That were in there, and he would sell them at lunchtime, you know, for like five bucks or whatever, you know. Yep, break out that catalog. <laughs> yeah, the big, huge a, a CD book of like all yep. these CDs in there. Like, yeah, which one do you want? Yeah, I got that. You know, just wheeling and dealing at yep. uh, at, in, at in those high school uh, cafeterias. Exactly. Hilarious. Good Hilarious. times. Uh, all right. So you, you so, got a movie trailer, right? Yes. So Jake. If, if you love the movie Sniper, and if you love Taken, you're going to love this movie. And if those of you are like, huh? Yeah. It's a movie called The Marksman, and it comes out next year, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Robert Lawrence, and has the fantastic, legendary char- uh, uh, character actor, Liam Neeson. And he pretty much plays um pretty much plays a, a rancher in Arizona uh, that is a border town that he must help a young boy escape a Mexican drug cartel so this is like everything that shooter sniper any any movie that involves a gun and combines it with Liam Neeson and taken because he has that Liam Neeson voice that only Liam Neeson can do and you know, I look at I, I watch the trailer. It looks pretty good, Jake. Not gonna lie, it looks pretty good. Mm. Um, maybe um, maybe it's maybe it's because I'm a Liam Neeson fan, and those taking movies are are pretty cool. Are pretty awesome. I think yeah. there's a dare but bias I, there. I'm not. Yeah, it's a dare bias. It's my opinion. I'm not. I'm not being paid by the studio or nothing to. Get we don't know that. Deals. We don't, don't know what you're no, taking you're, on the you're side. Not, you're not. You're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Trust me. Uh, yeah, but I, I give this a serious uh, three and a half out of five. 
Oh shit! Okay, I'm not generous like that, unfortunately. I know um, you're not. Because I, know I watched you're not. the entire trailer. I'm like, oh cool! I watched the whole movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> literally in that two and a half minutes, I'm like, oh, this is a good movie. Oh, this is what happens. Oh, this is the ending scene. Okay, cool. So I just oh. finished the movie in two and a half minutes. So if we're, I don't know, the, the trailer sucked for me because it gave everything away. So you know, what? don't see the trailer, but go see the movie because there you go. The trailer is is cool until it starts giving away everything that happens. I'm like, oh come on, like I want to see this develop. I don't need it all summarized and uh, it's like cliff notes for movies. I'm like, oh cool, cool. This is what happens. It literally goes in sequence. Oh okay, that's the scene. Oh that's the end scene. Oh this is what happens. The okay fuck okay. Lots of shooting. Okay yeah I'm done. Cool movie. Just watched it in two and a half minutes. So no it, it's 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 obviously it's Liam Neeson doing Liam Neeson things, um, being all calm and uh, calm as shit and shooting people. So, <laughs> I, 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 I just think of that Key and Peele sketch uh, where they're like the, 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 the car valets and they talk about movies. It's like, you see Liam Neeson in them wolves? The wolves got Liam Neeson. Let's <laughs> constantly go back and forth. It, 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 if you look it up on YouTube, just type in Key and Peele, Liam Neeson. It's like the first one that pops up. It's a great Very show. Fun. Love it. Yes. Um, but uh, no, I, I'd give this movie like two and a half out of five. Okay. Okay. Because the, the trailer ruined it for me, and uh, I, I might see it, I might find it on HBO Max. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all, all, all the but, good shows that uh, are out there you know. on HBO Max, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. But no, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Uh, so speaking of good, Jake, I believe that you have this week's top five for us. Oh. God. Yeah, and my top five is gonna uh, throw us off the cliff for the for the A to G podcast. Oh. <laughs> we're gonna take a we're gonna take a dive into totally something opposite that makes no sense. But I like throwing you guys a curveball every single time I do a top five because it has nothing to do with the show. It's some random shit, and that's how I roll. Okay, Darren, top five, and I swear if you make a joke here. Top five oldest living things on Earth. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have so many to choose from. Ooh, yeah, okay. Hold, hold it there until we're done. Okay. okay. Uh, one of them I can't pronounce, but we're going we're gonna to walk through this. <clears throat> okay. So, number five. Horseshoe crab. 445 million years. Wow. wow. Yeah. Been a, those things have been around for a while. I don't yeah, even know I what don't, a, it, 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 is it like an actual crab, like with claws. Google, Google. That that's that is your Google question for the day. Google, <laughs> uh, horseshoe crab. Horseshoe crab. Yeah. There you go. They've been around for 445 million years. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Pretty gnarly. Right. Yeah. Number four. I like this one. I'm a big fan of number four. Sponge. Actually, sponge. Sponge, like sponge. Like a kitchen sponge. Yeah. No, real sponges come from the ocean. If you didn't know that, uh, I can't help you. Uh, no, not the plastic shit that's in your sink right now. <laughs> the actual sponge, which is a real sponge, which you people still use. If anybody's been to Key West, uh, mm-hmm. they sell them on the side. They're amazing. Uh, 580 million years they've been around. Is that was the, the namesake for when they came up with the name Sponge Cake? Derived from that, I think I think the consistency uh, of a fluffiness and absorbance, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right, number three, 
jellyfish over five not really sure but 500 plus million years they've been around jellyfish yeah finally finally something i know Mm -hmm. there you go there you go now number two i can't pronounce but we're gonna have a good shot at it number two is a nautilus nautilus something like that it's the only shell Cephalopods. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. I, I will Google this for myself eventually. Over 500 million years old. See if you can find the phonetics. It's Darwin. Yeah. C E P H A L O P O D. Whatever that is. A cephalopod? Cephalopod. There you go. Cephalopod. Whatever. Go. So, yeah, those are number two. Plus, over 500 million years they've been around. And number one, cyanobacteria. Survived every major extinction for 2.8 billion years. Ah. No bad bacteria is, but I'm assuming it's something crazy and not available uh, in our living and breathing uh, surroundings, probably in the ocean somewhere. There you go. So probably doesn't have COVID. No COVID. No COVID. No COVID. COVID. Pretty new. Go, but there you go. go. Five oldest living things on Earth. And no, it's not, uh, you know, random jokes. It's mostly <laughs> shit that's in the sea because we don't get to it. That's why it survives for so long. We kill there everything. You there, there you go. go. Top five. Good. Love it. Great job. All right. All right, cool. Uh, what else? Yeah. Uh, just uh, one thing that's going around, not going around, that's gonna going down this weekend is that they're going to have the reverse Santa Claus parade uh, taking place this Saturday at St. Clair College. Mm, that's uh, a bunch of well, Go ahead. Why? It's it, <laughs> it's something to do. Obviously, when it's from 6 to 9, and mm-hmm. how they had it set up, they learned from other places that had, like, reverse parades, and a lot of them were were very clusterfucked. There was a lot of shit show happening. So they came up with the idea where you go on a website, you book your time, you type in your license plate, and then you show up at your designated time to go through it so you don't have a back, you know, traffic and all that stuff, which I kind of like the idea. So, yeah, I, I guess it starts at St. Clair College, it goes all the way around the campus. Everything's going to be out there. People can drive by at a nice, casual pace. They get to see the kids. The kids get to see Santa Claus. All good times. So there you go. But I guess yeah. it, it was such a big thing that they already sold out all their spots. So mm-hmm. uh, hence, hence my call on the bullshit because I have to register to drive through something. Get the fuck out of here. Really? Jacob, register to go see Santa Claus with the kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. I can't just show up. No, you Why can't. can't I just show up? Because it's a free can't. damn country. I want to drive through it. <laughs> I don't have a specific time that I might be available. People are busy. We work. We do things. Yeah. I, you know, really? That's limiting. Why can't some kids see it and some kids can't? I'll get out of my car. Fucking walk around. You can't do that. It's, uh, well, that, that's, that's my problem with this whole COVID I, bullshit. Things I can or can't do. I know it's it, it, it's the world against Jake, and we all know. It's not it. even my rants, and, and <laughs> it's already getting rants. annoyed by I, this. I, this I brought out I brought out your rants already. So yeah, no, so I so so I'm gonna uh, like I'll go. I I signed up, so 
I'll okay, give you a, 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 yeah, I do. It's, it's literally like right down First the street. First one in the fucking line. House. It's like right down the street from my house. So like, why wouldn't I go? Exactly. Exactly. You should have walked yeah. and spectated from far away. <laughs> Just bring some binoculars and all right. Exactly. Like, I'd be like, what up, Santa? Send, send pictures, stream it live. So for all those people that couldn't I, get in because you know, they're locked out, not everybody's all hip and registering online can also enjoy it. If you there stream you go. It. Stay there tuned go. to the ADG Instagram. I might do uh, show a couple videos on there. You better. You better stream story. that shit live as you're driving. What you, um, you, we'll wait, when you're waving at what? You're going to appreciate all the floats? That's for yeah. children. We've had Santa too. Hey. hey Asking I'm for your Christmas on Christmas, I'm a kid at heart. You know, quit being such a Scrooge, you know? Jeez. It's all about balance there. No, about... Yeah, I know. <laughs> balance. Balance good and bad right there. Pretty uh-huh. much. It, it, it's it's what you get on this podcast. You get a little bit of everything, but... Oh, you, you get something from this podcast? I don't know. I don't know, but you know what? Who knows? Maybe lion's we'll... News. In lion's News. You get a lot of Lion's News, so... If you like that, then you get plenty of that, for sure. Uh, Jake... I want to hear your rant because you have a great rant for us. Um, I, I do have one, but I have a news story that I want to talk to you about first because I think you'll find this interesting. Um, you, you like stupid bullshit, like registering for parades. Love so. stupid bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that you might be interested in buying. Darren loves bullshit. That should be a new segment for us. Uh, it should be. Uh, it should be. Um, it would unfortunately be half the shit the I would do <laughs> that I would hate. Um Okay, so there's a painting that is expected to sell for three and a half million dollars, um, but it's just a white piece of paper. Uh, when you look closer, though, on that painting, the there is uh, text from a um, a civil rights activist that is barely visible on this painting. It's literally. Like, there's script, but you can't actually make it out. So the artist made this painting, put that script on there, and you can barely see it, and it's going to sell for $3.5 million. So that's, that's a thing. If he can get $3.5 million for uh, a piece of paper with some text on it, good mm-hmm. for him. And that, that just tells you that there is a sucker everywhere. That there's there's a sucker for everything, I guess these days. So uh, yeah, Darren, I don't wake up in the morning. I have three and a half million. I want to throw away today. What should I do it on? <laughs> but but let's say if he's like a Saudi prince and he ha- and he has like billions of dollars. Like what's three million to him? No, that's true. But you're gonna hang up a blank canvas with yeah. some writing you can't read on your wall. Just so what you can hell? say, yeah, I bought this for three million. You know, it's <laughs> like no big deal. Yeah, oh, it's so weird. But that, I thought that would be interesting. Some, some out there for the, for the people to go fig, find and figure out. I like it. Wow, that's good. Yeah. So obviously that wasn't your rant today. So no. What is, what is your my, rant? My, let's, see, let's hear my, my and, rant. And, and is it Christmas related? Is it of course Christmas it's shopping related? Of course it is. Oh, here we go. <laughs> of course it is because my dumbass does things the hard way sometimes. And uh, when you and I were Instagramming live, I was in the middle of my entire shopping experience, as um, you probably saw. Now, the joys of me driving into the city of Windsor, you've heard before. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not a fun Yeah, it's not a fun experience. Now, try doing this when, one, there's a quote-unquote pandemic, 
and people are buying shit, and two, uh, Christmas shopping, uh, which I don't do, so I don't give a shit about that. But I actually have to go get things at the store sometimes and venture out into the world of Walmart and venture out into the parking lots where people pretend they know how to drive and, and you know, travel the roads with some of these maniacs uh, like Walker Road and people uh, that travel that way. So when I was out last weekend to uh, do all this cool stuff and before the actual live session that we had on our Instagram page, um, what... I always get out of driving in this city is what, why, why do I put myself through this? Because I can just chill where I am in the County and not bother with any of this or go through Amazon and do whatever. But unfortunately I can't get butter and a lot of things that I need sometimes through uh, Amazon shopping. So I have to go and see people. Now, first things first, you know, Walker road is trash on the weekends. You know it. Why would you make it worse by one, driving under the speed limit, two, holding up traffic in the left lane, going slower than the right lane, and three, not utilizing the things attached to your fucking steering wheel called the turn signals? That's one. Two, parking lot fucking rules. You know, they're there for a reason, like something called the lines, park between them. Two, when I park far away, super far away from everybody for because I don't like any of you, uh... Don't park next to me. There's a reason I'm parked far away. I don't want you near me. I don't want you anywhere near whatever I'm driving. I'd rather walk than be any uh, anybody parked next to me and ding my car, which happens almost all the time. And two, the way you people drive in and out of parking spots and through spots and across spots and try to park is appalling. And I'd rather take my chances walking through all of you and try to get not hit by any of you in the parking lot and carry my shit far away than go through that every time. And the best part going into the store. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. Darren, you know there's lines still that, you know, we were supposedly supposedly supposed to follow down the aisleways. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, people don't no. pay attention to those lines anymore. No, no, no. And, and, and personally, I don't care. I don't care about those lines, but I do follow them because I don't want to be the asshole because I'm going to be the one that, you know, backs up and up into an aisle to grab something and someone will yell across the aisle, like Canadian Tire, hey, you're going in the wrong direction. I don't want to deal with that. So rather than being annoyed by people yelling at me for no reason, I go wherever the lines go, get in, get out, get my shopping done. Uh, I think it takes like a couple minute walkthrough and I think it takes longer to wait in line to get checked out. But why do the parking lot misbehavings of people transfer into the store? Yeah, you know, I know you can't, any of you drive properly. Well, majority of you anyway. I don't want to, you know, speculate on everybody. But majority of you can't drive with worse shit. You can't operate a vehicle in the parking lot properly. But obviously, I know why. Because none of you can walk through an aisle in, uh, properly. Some of you stop while, uh, you know, in the middle of an aisle randomly while so many people are walking behind you. Or you just n are not looking and you walk through an entire store cross-section looking to the right when everybody's coming from the left and you start bumping into people and then the whole COVID shit kicks in and then, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, oh, my mask. Oh, uh, uh. I don't want to deal with any of that etiquette. It, it's going to be packed. 
don't take your 11 children to Canadian Tire or Walmart at the same time and expect them to behave. Okay, it's people don't need that. You can't if you can't if you have to go during school when they're at Mm. school. Right. Park off. Have them direct parking in the parking lot. Then have them in the store. You know, put them to some good use. I don't want to deal with that. Old people, I love you. Go during old people hours. Because <laughs> I like to go in, get in, get out. Yeah. Done. I don't want to no. be like, okay, what, uh, which loaf of bread are you anticipating on buying t- in this <laughs> near future? Okay. I don't want to go through that in, in, in at the store. And it's right. applies to the grocery store. There is an aisle for 1 to 12 items. Listen, old lady, I don't want to be rude, but you have 22 things because I counted. You're in the wrong aisle. I don't want to be that guy. I'm already wearing a mask. I'm already uncomfortable because I'm surrounded by people that are weird. And I don't want to yell at old ladies. Okay? But there's a reason everything works smoothly is when people don't do dumb shit like that. And I've seen this from a whole bunch of people, and it's annoying. Take this holiday season, do your best to do what needs to be done to make the process go smoother, not make it worse. Drive properly, at least for now, because everybody's not going to be on the roads. When you're at the store with all the nonsense going on, just do your thing. Don't do the opposite. Make the process smooth for everybody. We'll get through it. We'll have a better weekend. And don't fucking piss me off. Thank you. Have a nice day. There you go. Well done. That was, I, I think that was one of your longer rants of the, of the, the past season. Yeah, it was a lot. Kudos. Kudos. Good for you. Uh, another thing I wanted to throw in there really quick, and I'm sure you have experience with it. Uh, people that leave their uh, shopping carts, not in the shop, shopping cart return area, and they just leave them right there in front of uh, in empty parking spaces. Like, dude. That's that's such a dick move. I, I I I hate when people do that. Me, yesterday, me and the girlfriend were at Costco, and and yeah, there was one that we I had to get out and move it because like I don't work at Costco, and there's people that should be doing this. That's their job <laughs> is to go and collect carts and right. bring them back. You know, so yeah, that, that that's one of my pet peeves. I think. Funny that you mentioned that because I was actually I stopped in at my last store on the way home was in Tecumseh at um, shout out to um, uh, Food Basics in Tecumseh, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm walking out of there I have like two bags I don't have to bring a cart because I'm awesome, and I'm following this lady who's pushing a cart, and she she's pushing a cart she's off to the first you know you know you have that corridor in between. Uh, the the store door and the outside door, that corridor in between them where they collect cards. There's a person there with cleaning stuff um, to sanitize your shit. The lady pushes her cart in, in that corridor, picks up her bags, takes it out of the cart. The cart's still rolling from one door to another, and she leaves it in the middle, blocking the entire exit to the store, and just fucking walks away. Again, I think I was in this happened that happened. Girl that's standing at the door welcoming people is like what the, her look on her face was like what the fuck and I was like oh and then this lady just nonchalantly took her shit out the cart left it as it was rolling and walked the fuck out of the store who does that like again <laughs> I was 
seems much of a hurry to, to tell this lady off because, again, I don't need that aggravation on my weekends. Or I'm trying to get some peace. Uh, but right. who does? What kind of person are you? And you bring up a great point. The Kark thing is stupid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's just something that just people don't really need the, this time of year. Everyone is stressed as it is. And little stuff like that. So just just have a little bit of a better mindset when you're out there in the public. And, you know, obviously this has been a different year compared to ever. So, but just go out there, you know, just be mindful of others. That's the best thing. And if you see Jake, just get out of his way. Just get out of his way. Hi, let's take a selfie, but but don't drive slow. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) hey, you're the guy from the AG podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I know. That's it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a message to Darren. Yes, let's take a selfie and send it. <laughs> we can see. We, we, we know which one is the favorite on the show. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. We'll yeah, pass, I'll you. pass it on for him. It's all Thanks. Good. Appreciate it. Yeah. No so there you go. Well, that this has been a very informative episode. I think we got a lot of good stuff done. Uh, so, yeah. So, do yourself a favor and... Uh, Try to, try to get out there as much as you can, but just not where Jake is going. And uh, just be mindful when you're out there is, uh, is important to say. Uh, Jake, uh, is there anything that we missed that we need to get to? Let's get to one last thing before we got to go. Uh, right. Find us everywhere on social media, uh, ADG Podcast on all your social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that other bullshit. Love it. Uh, find us there. Everywhere you stream your podcasts, ADG podcast. You can find it everywhere on all your uh, podcast streaming platforms. Find us there. Uh, we should probably be able to squeeze in one more episode before the holidays. We'll bring yeah. you a special Christmas edition of the ADG yeah. podcast where we're going to shed out confetti, uh, smell like <laughs> Christmas trees, smell like cookies and gingerbread, all that stuff. everything. It's going to be awesome. Uh, It'll come out as a surprise at some point within the next two weeks, maybe more. Who knows what we might uh, do in the next couple weeks. We'll we'll try to get the question out, like, what are you guys going to be doing for your COVID Christmas celebrations? What are you guys' plans on uh, celebrating uh, the COVID holidays? Mm -hmm. You're staying home. You're keeping your group extra small because it looks like, Jake, we're going to be going into a lockdown. Who's Uh, violating who's with me? Everybody, put your hands. Up. There you go. Everyone, meet, everyone meet in the me. park and uh, and meet Jake in the park and uh, get greeted by. Uh, See, they're calling already. They, they all want to. The call's out. already going. I'm, I'm excited. Let's get it done. So, all right, there you go. That's the show for today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, find us everywhere. Like, subscribe, and share. Um, again, Darren had a good question. Uh, we'll we'll do that one on the next show. A bunch of Christmas. We'll play some Christmas music if you guys uh, are ready for that. Because if you didn't have enough, I have an insanely cool Christmas song that I guarantee you haven't heard. We'll th- throw that Ooh. down on the next episode. And maybe, just maybe, there might be a giant surprise for everybody on the next show. Ooh. But we'll see what we can do. All right. Well, that sounds good. All right. Well, that will do it for this episode of ADG Podcast. For from all of us, all of you. I'm Darren, and I'm Jacob. And we are ADG. Bye.